Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM. It is 3.08. It's uh, cloudy out, but it wasn't bad. 70 degrees and overcast right now. Cloudy. Either one. The sun's trying to get through. There were some blue sky pieces here and there, but not much to speak of. How's everyone doing on this Tuesday, August 8th, 2023? Again, the weeks are just flying by. You know, we were just talking about how July was flying by. Now it's done. We're already a week into August. And like I said, I'm already seeing the posts of uh, the college kids getting ready to pack up and leave next week or at least the early week after, depending on where in the country they go to school. So uh, I've been preaching it for the past couple of weeks. Spend some time with your kids, especially your college-age, high school-age kids. Be involved in what they're doing in their life. Let them know that you're an avenue for them to talk to, regardless of what the situation is. And uh, just listen to them. That's that's one of the biggest things you can do right now. Let them talk about what's going on in their life, their friends, their boyfriends, their girlfriends. You know, school, what they're anticipating in school. You know, all the things like that that we kind of take for granted and let life get in the way. And and life is busy. You know, I'm telling you, we're all we're all trying to to do our part to get ahead, you know, credit card debt for a lot of Americans. You know, we keep raising, raising the red flag here. Try to try to avoid that sinkhole because it's exactly what it is. It's a sinkhole. Credit cards are a necessary evil. They could benefit you. Actually, they do benefit you for certain circumstances, you know, when you travel and stuff, not carrying, you know, large amounts of cash. I remember, you know, traveling the world when I was younger, and it was traveler's checks, getting those American Express traveler's checks. And then they had the, uh, when my kids were in high school and traveled to Italy and, and England and such, they had the prepaid debit card so you can give them and load it up and I could remotely add money to it if they were running low on money, regardless of where they were. And now you have your, your credit cards and debit cards and all that fun stuff where do they even use traveler's checks anymore? I, I haven't seen one in, in at least two decades. I don't think I've seen it. I would imagine they still have them. I just haven't seen them or had a need for them. Like I said, in a cashless society, which we've pretty much come at this point, I rarely walk around with much cash at all. But uh, I rarely use my credit card as well. Use that debit card, have it come right out of these pay apps where you just swipe your phone. And it does it electronically. But with everything comes you know, the dangers of doing those things. But... Back to the moral of the story, you know, speak to your kids before they go. They're going to be gone before you know it. And even if they're still in high school and they're living at home between school and their sports and and your businesses and whatever you guys are doing, you know, time time travels fast. Time, especially if it's their senior year or if they're if it's their freshman year where they're just starting a new experience. I'm sure they have a lot of anxiety. They have a lot of unanswered questions. They have a lot of things that they normally wouldn't bring up with their peers or friends, you know, be that sounding post for them. Let them know it's a safe environment, even if they don't take on the first, second, third, fourth, tenth, twelfth time. Even if they don't take, they'll hear you. They'll hear you and they'll come around to when it's uh, ready for you guys to come around. I just want to put out some kind of disclaimer, I guess. It's not really a disclaimer. It's just one of these things that makes me shrug my shoulders. You do realize that this is recorded, right? This 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 show. And if you call in, it is recorded. We have podcasts. You have the app where you can go back three days to listen. But the podcasts are there forever. 
and they're out there. So, like, if you want to post an alternate reality of the conversation that's had on this show or interaction you've had with this show, just know that there is a recording of that conversation, and you're going to look silly when you post something that totally doesn't exist or is non-existent or delusional, and the recordings out there are posted, and, uh, you know, it's shown that how you portrayed your interaction here is an alternate reality, and uh, I didn't think that needed to be said, but uh, obviously it does because, again, people have that alternate reality just as much as they want to put you in boxes. They want to label you. They want to identify you. And, and I think I've been pretty open here. I've taken wide variety of calls from, from everybody who believes anything, probably to a fault. You know, text messages and other callers have told me I shouldn't do that. But I, I like hearing what people have to say. I like hearing alternate perspectives, even if they're not my own. That's fine. I don't attack you for having those perspectives. I don't go on social media and call you names. I, I don't, there's no need for that. But everybody seems to, well, I shouldn't say everybody. There, there's a section of, of people in America that need to place you in a box. You need to be labeled this if you don't agree with them 100%. Because they're rarely listening to everything you've said. Because, you know, if you do, if you do listen and you're open-minded, you would see I'm far from a MAGA Republican. You would see I'm far from a MAGA anything. I've been critical of things that have been done and said, and I've been supportive of policies and stuff that were successful that I'd like to see go on. But, you know, if I'm in that box where I'm a MAGA crazy Republican or whatever MAGA, however the label wants to go now, um, I must be the only one that's not planning on voting for him in the primary. And then you get the Trump people come out and say, how bad I am, how dare I do that, and, and such like that. Yes, I'm my own person. I think we can move forward. But the same people who want you all or nothing, you either need to despise Trump, or if you say anything in support of him in any way, even if it's critical of the criminal justice system that may be overextending itself, if it's critical of past allegations that have been made against Trump and you said, hey, they were all found to be nonsense, they consider that supportive of Trump. And that's it. You're a MAGA idiot. You're one of those guys. But it's the same people that will look at Joe Biden and the administration that's in office now with a border that's non-existent, everything that's going on, inflation, you know, the, the increase in interest rates that are about to happen again, they're saying, and say everything's fine. I'd respect that opinion more, lumping me into that crowd because I said anything supportive of Donald Trump. If you were equally critical of a Joe Biden administration and say we need to do better, I've at least said it openly. I think we can do better on the GOP side. I think it's time to move forward. Yes, I know there's a whole section of people that want to see payback. I'm not a big fan of that. I'm a fan of moving forward for the people so we do better. I also am a supporter that if you're attacked, you need to defend yourself. And pointing out issues that I see from my perspective is not supportive or critical. It's relaying the facts of 
any situation we've talked here as far as Donald Trump, and there's going to be more. There's three indictments. There is most likely going to be a fourth one very shortly. The only time in our history a four-time indicted president will be running for a re-election, former president. It'll probably also be a point where the current president has been impeached and also running for re-election. Or maybe not. You know, I've heard a lot of trains of thought looking out there. A lot of people say, you know, Joe Biden's going to run and right after, you know, shortly after the election, a couple months, be it a year, you know, we'll step down for whatever reasons. That doesn't work with the current vice president. They would need to replace the current vice president on this ticket. Now, Gavin Newsom in California is making the moves to be that person. But I don't know if the Democrats have the guts to do that. Because they obviously haven't shown they have the guts to distance themselves from Joe Biden and move forward as well. So the same people who want to point at the, the, the people on the right, the conservatives, the, the, the GOP, and lump you all into some basket are the same ones that, God forbid you question them, on the damaged road that they go down with the Joe Biden administration. And I would have more respect if they were like, yes, Joe Biden's a train wreck. We need to do better. We need to get new blood in there. We need to do the same things. The same things a lot of Republicans are saying. Now, yes, there's that anomaly. Every time Donald Trump is attacked, he increases greatly in the polls. I see why, but I don't get why. Again, I'm a realist. I would like the country to move forward. I am tired of decades of confrontation, of riots, of issues through our cities. We need to do better, and we need to find a way to do better. I don't have that road, uh, that, that plan. I don't have that, that directions to do that, except we need better people in elected office in all levels of elected office. And they start small. They start small. It's difficult to do the right thing. And we see it every time an election cycle comes up with Social Security and Medicare. Not a single person is doing a single thing to fix something that they know is headed towards a cliff. Why? Because of politics. They could care less about our parents, our grandparents, our aunts and uncles, us, that are going to be there. You know, at that doorstep of Social Security and Medicare in 10, 12 years. They will not do it for self-preservation, for their own existence. It's a perpetual election cycle that needs to stop. And anyone who protects any of them, any of them on either side, needs to rethink where we're going. Is everyone actually doing better now? We've had the conversation time and time again. A lot of people are just getting by. Are we supposed to be just getting by? Aren't we supposed to be flourishing? Aren't we supposed to be doing better? Aren't we supposed to be feeling at least like we're doing better? We need to do and expect more from our elected officials. And that starts with who we vote for. But 
you have the simple-minded who just wants to put people in boxes. I will listen to anyone's perspective anytime, and I will have that conversation. You may even change my mind on something. My beliefs aren't in a box. My beliefs aren't because someone told me to believe this. My beliefs are because it's something I've lived or done or seen or studied on and made an educated guess on. And that's how more of us should be. There is not a single time that I've read a news article or talked about something here that I didn't tell you, the listening audience, get the views from different sources, get it from different sides. Just take the information, the topic that I'm talking about, and do your own research. And that's what I think, and that's the respect I have for you as an audience. I'm not here to change your mind about things. I'm here to talk about things, give you as many facts on it as I can from as many different perspectives as I can. If I don't have the facts, you know I get them shortly after. And I say, oh, here's what I found. And there's been times on the show that I've been wrong. And I said, hey, I was wrong on that. This is what it actually is, or this is what the facts were actually. I'm fine with that. I'm fine having faults because we all do. And it's the only the ones that admit them that move forward and do better because we learn by our faults and mistakes. And I'm not too proud to say I don't. But for the simple-minded to put their own stories out there, to put their own words about what's discussed here, is almost comical. And then I get back to the cartoon characters, which I won't go on as rant on today for the cartoon characters. But I just wanted to put that out there as kind of a opening monologue today on the Rob O'Donnell Show. It's 322 here on WILK News Radio. Lee, I'll get to you as soon as I get back from the break. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. We got Lee from Scranton on hold. We'll get to you in just a second. It's time for Rob's Rundown on this Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. Impossible tornado yesterday. And we have 700 that were without power near the Moscow area. Former Greenfield supervisor sentenced in a water treatment case. A Wilkesbury woman pleads guilty in a fatal DUI. Good news, suspects caught in a Clark Summit break-in ring. Scranton man was arrested and accused for stealing from cars. Also some good news for the area. Mayor PGC gives birth to her second child. I'm critical of the mayor, but God bless her and her family's health, and I'm glad that the child is doing well, and hopefully they have a prosperous life together. Luzerne Director of Budget and Finance resigns. This is the third high-level resignation for people who ran for the manager position and wasn't, weren't selected. A New York City strap hanger assaults an Asian couple for being, well, Asian as authorities investigate a possible hate crime. Texas DPS marks 900 children rescued from smugglers at the border. Virginia pays for Medicaid for over 12,000 deceased enrollees. But we're supposed to be... uh, Trusting of our election numbers. Uvalde, Texas shooter's cousin has been arrested for similar threats to his school. Thankfully, the police and law enforcement got there before anything was able to come to fruition. 
And that's it for Rob's rundown on this Tuesday, August 8th in 2023. Let's go to the phone. We have uh, Lee from Scranton on Better Government. Lee. Well, i just like to say that, Rob, you know, look, I'm going to be 65 soon. And, you know, I remember the founding documents and the, and the people that set us free. But when you look at America as it is now with all the corruption in Washington and what's going on with Donald Trump and all this stuff, you know, people can badmouth Trump, but he never even had a presidency in the beginning of all. But I've come to one conclusion. I don't think it's possible to turn this country around. I think that the only thing that's going to turn this country around is insurrection. And I hate to say it but a dictatorship where somebody's going to come in, take complete control of everything and straighten things out. Because I think the American people just don't have the ability to have a clear vision to see what's going on. Our cities are overrun with drugs. Criminals are running everything. Our politicians lie to us and steal. Um, Our elected officials have only contempt for us. They've created laws that where they take people and, bring him into a court of law, and I'm not talking about Trump, but I'm talking about, you know, the divorce laws. Now they're trying to get rid of no-fault divorce because they realize what it is. In Tennessee, they're trying to pass laws where every child born is DNA to find out who the father is because with the numbers they've used so far, 30% of the children born aren't the child of the man who thinks he's the father. Our whole society is in a complete meltdown from the top to the very bottom. And we have a military that's not ready to fight the Chinese coming. And we've just entrenched so much corruption into everything. And we keep talking about Democrats and Republicans. And we're not a free people anymore because free people support themselves. And free people don't allow to what's going on in all our major cities. You know, children being shot in the street and killed. Gun crimes everywhere, no bail, people, criminals in and out, and just perpetually picking new victims. And the greatest loss we've suffered is that the Democrats have turned into communists wholesale. I mean, every registered Democrat is on the bandwagon with this Biden administration, it seems. And even, you know, we have an idea where freedom of the press would make us informed about ideas. And the press isn't even reporting the news. We're getting, I'm getting all my news outside the country uh, and a little bit off of Fox. And I'm just amazed at how ignorant the American people have become and how little they care about being free. And I don't expect you to, you know, appreciate anything I've said here today. But I've lived through an awful lot of stuff, the civil rights movement in the 60s and a, a prosperous America. But when you have the decay we have and the people doing drug overdoses and drugs coming across our border and saying that, well, do any kind of drug will make them all legal. And our society, it can't get any worse. There's no way for our society to get any worse. And, and, and we have people that are actually killing criminals. And the last guy in Texas I saw was just amazing because the guy was on the ground dead and he's still shooting them. We're frustrated. We yeah. have a terrible government. Lately, Lee, I, I don't – I respect your opinion on a lot of things you said. It's not that I disagree with you. I hope you're wrong in a lot of them. Um, I, I think more so that you know our attack rather than from the inside of what we're dealing with the day-to-day, it's going to be more of an outside threat that has brought this country together before. Now, what happens if that outside threat comes, 
I don't know if we have the infrastructure, not 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 a physical infrastructure, but the mental infrastructure from the American populace to deal with it again. I don't think we have the military to deal with that again or the need of influx of a military if something like that does happen. I think you'll have uh, you know about half the country saying we probably deserved it, and that frightens me more than anything else. But I, I hope to God you're wrong. I hope to God we do find that common ground somewhere, and it needs to start with you know who we hold accountable. And politicians on both sides have, have gotten a free ride for, for far too long, and we need, to, we need to do something about that first. Well, you know, Rob, you just have to listen to what the people in our military are saying in Washington, that when the next war breaks out, the amount of carnage this country is going to accept wholesale right from the onset is going to be beyond our wildest imagination. And, and we don't even have interceptors for these new round of missiles. And, and we've got somebody that's so totally incompetent in the White House and so many people in his administration. This country isn't just not ready. And when, when you look at the decay of our cities and no jobs and we're worried about whether the Chinese are working, we're not a free and independent people. Washington said we should never allow our industry to go outside the country. And don't remember that John Deere is the first person that made manufactured steel in this country and really made a, a beginning for this country because that's not what the British wanted from us. They want us to be their servants on our slave. And you know what we are? We're a slave to the politicians. You can't get in Casey's office because he's got you locked out. You can't get in the mayor's office in Scranton. You're locked out. You're locked out of your whole government. And they don't care because you know what? The people have no backbone. They won't stand up for themselves, and it's been going on like that for decades. But you know what? I really appreciate your time, and thank you for uh, allowing me to say my piece. Lee, I appreciate you, Cole. Thanks for calling in. Uh, and what's not understood to the fullest is, and not that Lee Lee didn't even touch on this, but when he talked about the military, we are just now, two presidents later, recovering from sequestration that was under the Obama administration. Now, that was a deal between the Obama administration and the Republican um chamber at that time, but that damage that was caused to our military is just now finishing up being repaired because it did it did a decades plus worth of damage. And uh, I see it firsthand and we are still recovering from that. Our pipelines that take years to produce technically proficient soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines um, are just catching up now. It's 3.33 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio 359, 340 here on the station. I only got about a minute before we go to break again because uh, I talked too long the first uh, section. But um, talking about Social Security, talking about how it needs to be fixed. When I say fixed, I don't mean cut. So I, I had some text messages brought in. It, it's our money that we've earned, we've paid into. I think the system needs to be fixed, and I think politicians are cowards for not addressing it or even talking about it because simply because the other side demonizes you and weaponizes the conversation. No, I don't think anybody's benefits be, could, should be cut. But like I just said in Rob's rundown, Virginia was paying Medicaid for over 12,000 deceased enrollees. That's just one state. Do you think there's not corruption in social security you don't think there's people collecting social security that shouldn't be or dead people collecting social security that shouldn't be um like i said in just virginia medicaid was paying for twelve thousand dead people during their audit yes so i think there needs to be more stringent rules on social security as far as finding and identifying and curtailing fraud i also think that there shouldn't be 
$172,000 cap in paying into Social Security. If they remove that cap and made it, say, a million dollars, that would fund Social Security to where it needs to be funded. So it's simple fix just as that. Now, yes, people who make $172,000 to a million dollars won't be happy, but it's not something they can't afford. They are paying their due tax for Social Security. Um, at this point in time, because of the issues we're having, we, uh, we need to do measures that fix the problem or at least discuss fixing the problem. And uh, I think we need to start there. It's 342 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. It's only Tuesday, Jake. I'm not going to let you rile me up just yet. It's 345 here at the station, 70 degrees and cloudy outside. You can call a text at 570-883-0098. Texter just uh, called in, says, Rob, what we need is two brave congressmen, one from each side, to get together and start working on a Social Security fix. This way, neither side is blamed. It has to happen. It does. I agree. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Robin from Dallas on the election. Robin. Hi, Rob. You know, I appreciate your cool leveled head, you know, your cool level and your cool head every time you have your show on. And you made a couple of points I wanted to respond to. One is you said you didn't understand how Trump's support goes up every time he's indicted. And I think a lot of people are waking up and they realize, and I, I hope that all the Biden people, who voted out of hate will realize this too. This next election is not about Trump and Biden. It truly is about the freedom to think as we want, to speak as we want, to worship as we want. If we don't, if we don't retain those rights, we're sunk. And I think that's the bigger picture that people need to realize. That's what this election is about. And the other point you said, and I totally agree with, And I would vote for Trump if it comes down to that. But we do need a fresh start. We need a fresh vision. And I hope more people will start looking at Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm very, very impressed with his vision for our country. He's courageous. He is not afraid to address what needs to be addressed. And I hope more people will start tuning into him. I don't know. Have you been listening to him? He he does come across very well. He does speak very well. He does he does have some great ideas now, but they're starting to see cracks in is it just a facade? Is it just a charade that he's putting on? Because they found posts of his from his past that are totally contradictive of what he says now. Uh there's a recent one with June June 10th. Um, Juneteenth that that is out there, where just three months ago he talked about praising this 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 uh, holiday and everything else, and just recently this week, you know, he came out with a statement saying that you know it needs to be done away with. So there's things mm-hmm. like that, uh, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of questions about him that I still have. I, I like mm-hmm. some of the things he does. I like some of the town halls he's done where he's interacted with people, but yes. I'm not sure how genuine he is. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think, yeah, I think we have to flip over as many stones as we can. And even with that, I don't think we'll ever know the truth about everyone. And I still I still give people room to pass. You know, I didn't like Trump the first time he ran either. I didn't like his personality. But you know what? I started to take notice of how good our country was doing. And I thought, you know, everybody's got skeletons in their closet. Everybody's got flaws. So for me, what really matters for my leader is how is our country doing? And personally, I just thought our country was doing so much better with him. I did vote for him the second time. So 
And I, I and I think that's the why he stands a chance and is, is polling so well now. I think people realize that things were energy independence, our border, you know, crossings yeah. were at a historic low. I mean, there were a lot yeah. of good policies in place. Now, now take that aside from, you know, the gruff person he is, the, the, the you know, the, his demeanor, the way he talks, the way he does things. I mean, a, a lot of people were attracted to that. He wasn't your normal politician. He did things differently. Um, yeah. I think he takes it to an extreme um, there is no handling him where, you know, anyone else in that position would would take the advice from the good people around them that know what's going on. And and his his big down biggest downfall has been who he's picked in personnel positions. He's really yeah. faltered in that because he took the word of the people in the swamp about cleaning the swamp and never did. Um, right. But I don't think like I, I said from the start, I don't think we move forward. Anywhere, because if he gets if he goes back into office, if he gets reelected, we're just going to have the same four years of obstructionist. We're not going to get the things we need done and everything's going to have to be by executive order. Pretty much like Joe Biden is 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 running things today because, you know, he can't even get things through his own party because they're also divided. Yes. And, you know, and I hate to say it, but the swamp is so deep. I think no matter who gets in there, they're going to give him a hard time. You know, oh, and without, I a read, doubt. without a doubt. Yes. And I read the statement that even when Trump was in, there was something he wanted to do. And the swamp said, oh, no, you don't understand. You think you're leading the country? You're not leading the country. We're not going to approve the budget or, you know, we're not going to approve whatever it is that you want to do. And man, was that a wake up call for me? Like, oh, my God, this is it's frightening to see who's really in control and what they're doing. It is, Robin. But uh, hopefully hopefully we can overcome it. My 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 hope is we can. I, I My hope is we, we have once we block out social media, once we block out the nonsense in the mainstream media. I mean, we, we do have more in common than we don't. And I think we need to find those areas rather than focus on those who are prospering off us fighting with each other in that division. You're absolutely right. And I think that's exactly what they want. They want to divide us. They want to wear us down. They want us to give up. And we do. We have to unite just as Americans or just as human beings. You know, again, even just for standing up for our rights to think and be who we are for our own sovereignty. If we do that, we are so much more powerful and we're so much bigger in numbers than they are. So you're right. We got to tune out all the nonsense that they're feeding us. No, I appreciate I appreciate your opinion, Robin, and thanks for calling in. Thanks. Thanks for the show. No problem. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate you listening. Um, got a text message that's typical of, of where we are now. Rob, I can't take anyone seriously who says that they will consider voting for Donald Trump. They lose their credibility. He's lucky if he isn't in prison, let alone president of the United States. But you have nothing to back that. All you have is your dislike for the man. I get it. Dislike him. But you also can't argue with how good things were with energy independence, with a border, and such like that. Yes, he's extremely imperfect. I get it. I'd rather we move on. But you're making a blanket statement. You can't take anyone seriously who considered voting for Donald Trump. You're writing off half the country. They lose their credibility. He's lucky he isn't in prison. Why is he lucky? Obviously, they haven't found anything beyond a reasonable doubt yet. If they do, we'll cross that bridge when we do. That changes things. Maybe not as far as him becoming president, because they haven't charged him with anything that 
does not permit him to become president. So, and then you have, uh, you know, the other side, Trump all the way. He didn't drain the swamp because he was too busy fighting off Democrats. No, he, he could have done a lot more. I, I, I get that. You know, I get what you're saying, but he could have done a lot more. You know, he said a lot of things about the border wall that didn't come true. It was started. You know, that was his main thing. That was his main priority, and he never completed it. I have an issue with that as someone who supported him at that time. It seems his rally today in New Hampshire seems to be more policy-based. Now he's bringing up things, again, I don't think are that important. You know, he's talking about banning transgenders in the military. Okay, what is that, 0.5% of our military? I'm sorry, that's not the most pressing thing affecting me right now. But that's what people want to hear at a rally. That's what his base wants to hear, so it's said. But it doesn't really affect the day-to-day life of you or I. It doesn't affect how we live our lives. It's not going to affect our national security at this point. Like I said, it is 0.5%. Maybe it's across the spectrum in all the military. But that was the main talking point of today's today's uh, rally that's still going on. That's just not up the totem pole on my priority. And if you look at what national polling says, it's not on anyone's. But yes, it sounds good. It's what people want to hear. We need to move past that. That's not what governance is. Governance is making tough decisions to do tough things to make things better on both sides. And we don't have that. No one's doing that. We have Republican-controlled House who's doing committee after committee that's saying we should do this or we found this and we found that. But they don't do anything. I don't care what you found if you can't do anything about it. Do your governing. That's what you were elected to do. It's 3.55, time for the Bloomberg Money Minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Let's go to the phones real quick, see if we can clear. We have uh, Jack from Scranton on Trump. Jack, I got about a minute. Well, I got a couple of facts for you. Number one, Trump should have that impeachment taken off of his record because they found nothing on him at all. And number two, the thing that he's doing right now is saying that the, the election was rigged. That's an opinion, and it's one of my opinions, too, because um, in Pennsylvania alone a couple of days ago, I heard in the news that 200,000 uh, more people voted than were on the, on the tax roll. So how, do, how does something like that happen? That, was explained, that was explained by the Pennsylvania Department of State that the counties, certain counties didn't update their voter rolls. Now, again, yeah, does that, yeah, does that negate him from, from being speculative of that? But uh, that's yeah, the excuse that was given. Only, one more thing. In the country alone, it was 159 million registered voters, 163 million voted, and Trump got 79 million votes himself. So if Biden got right. uh, a couple of probably maybe 100 Jack, we got to go. Jack, votes, we got to go.